So now we are going to start the December issue of uh, Polity section of uh, Vision IS magazine. First topic is City and Shiva Amendment Act. City and Shiva Amendment Act, as it has already been in news for last couple of months, there is nothing new in this article except that there has been recently some amendment. City and Shiva Amendment happened in 2019. The amendment provides that the illegal migrants who fulfill four conditions will not be treated as illegal migrant under the Act. That is, they should be Hindu, Sikh, Buddhist, Jain, Parsi, Christian. They should be from Afghanistan, Bangladesh or Pakistan. They enter India on or before 31st December 2014. They are not in certain tribal areas of Assam, Meghalaya, Mizoram, Tripuram. Included in 6th Schedule of the Constitution or areas under the inner line permit which is in Arunachal Pradesh, Mizoram and Nagaland. These tribal areas include Karbi Anglong in Assam, Garo Hills in Meghalaya, Chakma in Mizoram and Tripura in Tripura tribal areas. All legal proceedings against above category of migrants in respect of their illegal migration or citizenship will be closed. The period of naturalization has been reduced from 11 years to 5 years in the above category of migrants. In 1955 Act allows a, parley, a person to apply for citizenship by naturalization if the person meets certain qualifications. One of the qualifications in the person has been resided in India for at least uh, or been in central government service for at last 12 months or at least 11 years of the preceding 14 years. Grounds for cancelling OCI registration. The amendment provides that central government may cancel registration of the OCIs if the OCI has violated the Citizenship Act or any other law so notified by the central government. Also, the cardholder has to give an opportunity to be heard. The Act provides that the central government may cancel registration of OCIs on five grounds including registration through fraud, dissatisfaction to the constitution, engaging with enemy during war, necessity in the interest of sovereignty of India, security of state or public interest, or if within five years of registration the OCI has been sentenced to imprisonment for two years or more. Next is arguments in favor of the Amendment Act. First is religious persecution. In the favor of Amendment Act, religious persecution. Nehru Liaquat Pact, also known as the Delhi Pact, signed in 1950, sought to provide certain safeguards and rights to religious minorities like unrecognition of forced conversions and returning of abducted women and looted property, etc. However, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Bangladesh have a state religion with discriminatory blasphemy laws, religious violence and forced conversions which has resulted in religious persecution of minority groups. For instance, in 1951, the non-Muslim minorities population was 23% in Bangladesh which is now only 9% in 2012. Next is illegal immigration from neighboring countries has been a contentious issue for decades. Example, during the six-year-long agitation that started in 1979 in Assam, the protesters demanded the identification and deportation of all illegal foreigners, predominantly by the Bangladeshi immigrants. This act would differentiate between the illegal immigrants and persecuted communities seeking refuge. Next, there are some arguments against the Amendment Act. Classification of countries It is not clear why migrants from these countries are differentiated from migrants from other neighboring countries such as Sri Lanka, Buddhism is the state religion and Myanmar primacy to the Buddhism. Sri Lanka has had a history of persecution of a linguistic minority in the country, the Tamil Elams. Myanmar has had a history of persecution of a religious minority, the Rohingya Muslims. Classification of minority communities. 
the amendment simply mentioned the six minority communities and there is no mention of persecuted minorities or religious persecution so ideally it should not differentiate between religious persecution and political persecution moreover exclusion of muslims jews and atheists from caa is said to be the violation of article 14 of the constitution for example the persecution of co-religionists like shias hazaras ahmadiyya muslims in pakistan who are considered non-muslim in that country the murder of atheist in bangladesh has also been noticed the classification based on date of entry the caa also offers the differential treatment to migrants based on their date of entry into india whether they entered india before or after the december 31st 2014 against the letter and spirit of assam accord the assam accord put the date of detection and deportation of foreigners as march 25 1971 whereas for other states it was 1951 CAA extend the cut off date of NRC from 25th March 71 to 31st December 2014 CAA extends the cut off date for NRC from 25th March uh, to December 14 cancellation of OCI registration giving the central government the power to prescribe the list of laws whose violation result in cancellation of OCI registration may amount to an excessive delegation of powers by the legislature implication on external relations ना इससे बाहर ही हमारे जो इंटरनेशनल रिलेशन है बायोलिटल रिलेशन एंड विद अदर कंट्रीज वॉट विल बी इट्स इम्पैक्ट ऑन दैट द अमेंडमेंट इम्प्लाइज दैट द रिलीजियस प्रोसिक्यूशन ऑफ द हिंदी माइनॉरिटी इन बांग्लादेश एज वन ऑफ द रीजन फॉर द अमेंडमेंट एंड ऑल्सो इम्प्लाइज दैट मुस्लिम माइग्रेंट्स फ्रॉम बांग्लादेश विल बी थ्रोन आउट दिस इन्वाइट्स ट्रबल फ्रॉम बांग्लादेश विद बियरिंग ऑन बायोलिटरल इशूज इंडिया स्ट्रॉग कमिटमेंट टू सिविक नेशनलिज्म एंड रिलीजियस प्लूरलिज्म हैज बिन इम्पॉर्टेंट पिलर्स ऑन विच इंडिया स्ट्रेटेजिक पार्टनरशिप विद द यू एस एंड द वेस्ट हैव बिन बिल्ट which may be imperiled now conclusion of all this is that indian democracy is based on the concept of welfare and secular state and a progressive constitution where article 21 provides the right to a dignified life so it becomes a moral obligation of the state to ally the fears of minority communities if any hence the classification done in ca on the basis of the country of the origin and religious minorities can be made more inclusive moreover india should enact a refuge refugee law wherein the right to live a life without the fear or confinement can be protected if the fear is that the people may seek permanent asylum the unhcr can work with them officially for their voluntary repatriation and without rendering long term refugees ineligible for applying for citizenship next is creamy layer criteria for sc st in promotions creamy layer criteria for scst in promotions the central government has demanded from uh, for a review of 2018 supreme court verdict in jarnail singh versus lakshmi gupta case related to reservations in promotion of scst so iska background let me check uh, the m nagaraj case versus union of india case 2006 the supreme court upheld the constitutional validity of reservations of supreme scst to include promotion with three conditions quantifiable data on the backwardness of sc st the facts about their inadequate representation and overall administration uh, administrative efficiency the center approach supreme court that the verdict in the m nagaraj case was putting unnecessary condition in granting quota benefit thus in journal singh versus lakshmi gupta case in 2018 supreme court allowed for the grant of quota for promotions in the government jobs to sc st without the need of collective collect quantifiable data The court also asked the government to examine the possibility of introducing creamy layer for scheduled castes and scheduled tribes. 
by saying that if some sections bag all the coveted jobs it will leave the rest of the class as backward as they always were it declined the demand to refer the case to a seven judge bench to reconsider its 2006 nagraj judgment now the union government has urged the court to reconsider the ruling and refer the issue to a seven judge bench next is arguments for applying the creamilier concept to scsts improved income and status the creamilier within scst has improved socio economic mobility and by that virtue does not face discrimination of similar intensity Article 335 states that affirmative action should be subjected to the overall efficiency of public administration. Reservation in promotions may affect the merit-based culture of the organization. Arguments for applying the creamilier concept. Why we are applying creamilier? Because it improved income and status. Because now the SCSTs have their own in improved income and status, and not all SCSTs need government help in reservation and promotion. Article three thirty five states that affirmative action should be made subject to overall efficiency of the public administration. Reservation and promotion may affect the merit based culture. Or, कितना reservation देंगे हम? In entry only, they are getting so much reservation. Prioritizing most marginalized. Supreme Court in Journal Singh case judgment noted that the benefits by and large are snatched away from the top creamy layer of the background or um, of the backward caste or class keeping the weakest among the weak always weak and leaving the fortunate layers to consume the whole cake now there are some arguments for not applying the creamy layer concept to scsts what is that not applying creamy layer why we should not apply creamy layer because it is a discrimination within service because there is discrimination within service as we have already seen abhi recently this uh, covid 19 cases so many cases are coming in which the officers if they are from the backward communities they are facing some sort of challenges from the mps and mlas who are from the so called upper classes so discrimination within service is there it is argued that there is a widespread discrimination within services for example there are about 12000 cases lying with the, the scst commission complaining about discrimination in service then uh, not anti poverty program reservation for dalit is not to undo economic backwardness but as a remedy for societal discrimination based on untouchability thus it may not possess a direct correlation with economic status difference between obcs and scs obcs don't face the kind and extent of discrimination faced by scs generally if obcs manage to cross a certain economic threshold the extent of social discrimination reduces substantially way forward consultative approach reservation is a very sensitive topic thus any decision on it should be in consultation with all the stakeholders strengthening other tools like encouraging dalit entrepreneurship providing loans increasing awareness can also indirectly improve the socio economic mobility of dalit next topic is uh, wait 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 a minute in some table also there was some information what is creamilier the concept has its genesis in the indira gandhi indira sani case 1992 supreme court has a government to define the criteria for the fix uh, by the fixation of income property or status currently creamilier uh, criteria is applicable to obcs in the reservation at present group a and group b officers of both central and state government employees of armed forces and psus along with people earning more than 8 lakh per annum come under the purview of creamilier 
नेक्स्ट इज आर्टिकल वन कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल अमेंडमेंट बिल लिसन 126 constitutional amendment bill this was a bill that was passed recently by the parliament it was in news because it has two objectives to extend the reservation of sc st to lok sabha and legislative bodies and to remove provision of nominating anglo indian to the lok sabha and legislative bodies theek hai the bill has provisions for amending article 334 and extending reservation to only sc and st in the lok sabha and legislative bodies till 25 january 2030 and uh, Article 334 origin 334 originally provided that the reservation of the seats and special representation would cease 10 years after the commencement of the constitution but ye har 10 saal mein extend kiya ja raha hai so you know the 8 23 45 62 79 95th and now 126 all these amendments has been done only in order to extend the reservation for next 10 years for scst in the legislative bodies which is lok sabha Currently, only some uh, state assemblies like Andhra Pradesh, Bihar, Chhattisgarh, Jharkhand have one Anglo-Indian member each. The amendment does away with this as well. अभी Anglo-Indian की ज़रूरत नहीं है. No member from the Anglo-Indian committee has been nominated to the current Lok Sabha. अभी Lok Sabha में नहीं है कोई भी. Earlier, a panel comprising Union Defence Minister, Home Minister, Social Justice Minister has observed that the community was doing well and did not need reservation. Since the amendment falls within the purview of Article 368-2, dealing with the representation of the states in the Parliament, it is required to be ratified by the legislature of not less than half of the states by its simple majority. Article 368 deals with the power of the Parliament to amend the Constitution and procedure. Therefore, constitutional provisions for reservation of seats for SCST Article 330 and 332 provides for the reservation of seats for SCST in Lok Sabha and state legislative assemblies respectively on the basis of their population ratio also there is no bar on SCST's candidate contesting from general seats constitutional provision for anglo indians the reservation of anglo indian was provided as they were in very small numbers and were diffused over different parts of the country The idea of such nomination is uh, tracked traced to Frank Anthony who headed All India Anglo-Indian Association Article 331 was added in the constitution following his suggestion to the Jawaharlal Nehru Now provisions under this are that uh, under Article 331 president can nominate two members of Anglo-Indian community in Lok Sabha if not adequately represented Article 333 provides some powers to the governor of a state to nominate one Anglo-Indian member 331 and 333 then according to 10th schedule of the constitution anglo indian members of the lok sabha and state assemblies can take the membership of any party within the 6th month of their nomination but once they do so they are bound to their party whip next is anglo indian members enjoy the same power as other mps but they cannot vote in the presidential election oh my god okay next is reforms in the criminal laws but who is this anglo indian anglo indian according to article 3662 is a person whose father or any of his other male progenitors in the male line is or was of european descent but who is domiciled within the territory of india or is was born within the territory of the which is within such territory of parents habitually resident therein and not established there for temporary purpose only नेक्स्ट टॉपिक इज रिफॉर्म्स इन द क्रिमिनल लॉस अभी क्रिमिनल लॉस कौन कौन से होते हैं एक होता है इंडियन पीनल कोड एक होता है क्रिमिनल प्रोसीजर कोड आईपीसी डिटरमिन्स द डेफिनेशन ऑफ क्राइम वाइल सीआरपीसी इन्फॉर्म्स अबाउट द क्रिमिनल इन्वेस्टिगेशन प्रोसेस डेफिनेशन ऑफ द क्राइम होता है इंडियन पीनल कोड में एंड सीआरपीसी इन्फॉर्म्स अबाउट द क्रिमिनल इन्वेस्टिगेशन प्रोसेस इंडियन पीनल कोड इट इज द ऑफिशियल क्रिमिनल कोड ऑफ इंडिया 
It is a comprehensive code intended to cover all substantive aspects of criminal law. The code was drafted in 1860 on the recommendation of the first law commission in India under the uh, established under Lord Macaulay. The code has been amended several times and is now supplemented by other criminal provisions. Section 377 unnatural offences repealed section 309 which is suicide section 497 which is adultery and now repealed kya samajh mein kya aaya the code was drafted in 1860 on the recommendation of first law commission in india established under lord macaulay then uh, the code has been amended several times recently 377 unnatural offence repealed section 309 which is suicide and section 497 now crpc it is the main legislation on the procedure for the administration of substantive uh, criminal law in india it was enacted in 1973 though initially created in 1882 acha kya enacted in 1973 but created ori- originally in 1882 it provides the machinery for the investigation of crime apprehension of suspected criminals collection of evidence determination of guilt or innocence of the accused person and the determination of punishment of the guilty mm, union ministry has asked all the state government to send a suggestion and major overhaul and recasting of the indian penal code and code of criminal procedure thus paving way for reforming criminal justice system of india now it was a news because the bureau of police research and development will undertake the review of the laws of ipc crpc indian evidence act and narcotics drugs and psychotropic substances act the brpd under the ministry of home affairs was set up in 1970 in the furtherance of the objective of the government for the modernization of police forces what is this need to reform the criminal laws to make laws more moral and ethical some penal code offenses need to be dropped to make the code consistent with the new ideas of constitutional morality the narrowest possible definition of crime presumption of innocence etc then to give a fair share of individual sorry to give a fair share to individual in a criminal justice system since an accused as an individual is pitted against the might of the state criminal law must ensure that the state does not take undue advantages of its position as prosecutor to get rid of obsolete and archaic provisions criminal and penal codes need uh, substantial changes to fit into the liberty model and its obsolete provisions must go ipc was intended to be regularly revised by legislative amendment this did not happen as a result the courts had to undertake this task upon themselves the result was not very satisfactory as most amendments have been ad hoc and merely reactive to remove ambiguity and vagueness for instance the distinction between cul- culpable homicide and murder is criticized as the weakest part of the code kya remove ambiguity and vagueness for instance the dis- in- distinction between culpable homicide and murder is criticized as the weakest part of the code as the de- definition are obscure culpable homicide is defined but homicide does is not defined at all now what is the way ahead any revision of the ipc therefore needs to be done while keeping several principles in mind such as reforms must be introduced to uphold democratic values human rights and must be given a high human rights must be given a high priority and victimological underpinnings ought to be given a major thrust in reforming laws to identify the rights of crime victims next is construction of new offenses and reworking of the existing classification of offenses must be informed by the principles of criminal jurisprudence which have substantially altered in the past four decades
New types of punishments like community service orders, restitution orders and other aspect of restorative and reformative justice could also be brought in this fold. Classification of offences must be done in a manner conducive to management of crime in the future. Unprincipled criminalization must be avoided to save the state from dealing with too many entrants into the criminal justice system. On the procedural side, sentencing reforms are highly imperative. Principal sentencing is needed as judges at present have the discretion to decide the quantum and nature of the sentence to be imposed. Criminal justice is in the state of policy ambiguity. Therefore, there is a need to draft a clear policy that should inform the changes to be envisaged in IPC and CRPC. Doctrine of Neutrality In recent times, the constitutional officers have come under a scanner of Supreme Court on the grounds of political neutrality. Political neutrality, scanner, Supreme Court, kya? Background. Through its various judgments, Supreme Court has highlighted, kya highlighted? That the need of the authorities like Speaker and Governor to be faithful to the doctrine of neutrality. Speaker and Governor neutral energy, simple, and not vacillate under prevailing political pressure. Karnataka case. On various petitions filed by former decedent Karnataka legislators against the Speaker's decision to disqualify them for defection, the Supreme Court said, The Speaker is not able to dissociate himself from political party and behaves contrary to the spirit of neutrality and independence. Such person should not deserve to be reposed with public trust and confidence. Recent years have seen central government cross swords with CAG, RBI, Election Commission, Alternatively, there are also jives that these institutions allow themselves to be controlled by the government. Understanding Doctrine of Neutrality It is a bedrock of constitutional democracy. Neutrality is about being a third vis-a-vis -vis conflict between others. Claim of Neutrality is a claim addressed to the belligerent parties to show respect for the choice of the neutral and not to become involved in their conflict. Since significance of neutrality doctrine in the case of constitutional officers. Upholding constitutional trust, a constitutional trust has been vested in the office of Speaker, Governor, Election Commission, which needs to ensure their neutrality in their actions, ensuring political fairness. The exercise of the wide constitutional powers by the constitutional office, such as governors, speakers, CAGs, election commissions, is supposed to be in line with the sacred conventions of political neutrality and fairness. However, we see erosion of such conventions in case of Uttarakhand and Arunachal Pradesh. The speakers in both assemblies had helped ruling parties keep their flocks together by using their powers to disqualify MLAs under the 10th schedule. Upholding Federalism In India, balance of power is titled towards the union. The importance of the constitutional post such as governors arises from he being the crucial link between the federal structure and maintaining the effective communication between center and state. For continuity in governance and keeping a check on the executive, constitutional posts such as speaker, governor acting independently of each other or in concert can navigate the destiny of the state government. across Madhya Pradesh, Karnataka and uh, Arunachal Pradesh, yes, as a figurehead who ensures the continuance of governance in the state, even in the times of constitutional crisis, governor's role is often that of a neutral arbiter in disputes settled informally within the various strata of the government and as a concise keeper of the community. For a fair system of election and thus strengthening democracy, 
Elections are pivotal to the quality of country's governance and can either greatly advance or set back a country's long-term democratic development. Therefore, here election commission's neutrality is of utmost significance and value. To maintain the health of the economy, the independence, powers and responsibilities of the constitutional officers like CAG place high ethical demands on the auditor and the staff he employs or engages for auditing and accounting work. The general standards for the CAG include independence from the legislature and from the executive so that any economic misconduct by the government or siphoning of the public exchequer can be pointed out. Conclusion of all of this is that the principle of political neutrality which requires the state to remain neutral or on disputed question is an extension of the traditional liberal principles of toleration and independence of position. Thus, political neutrality casts duties not on constitutional offices but on the government of the day. The political leaders must protect independent constitutional offices from political interference and must not involve them in political activities or debates. Next topic is Good Governance Index. Good Governance Index Boleto. Recently, the Ministry of Personal, Public Grievances and Pensions launched Good Governance Index on the occasion of Good Governance Day, which is 25th December. Now, what is you need to know about good governance is that good governance index is a uniform tool across states to assess the state's status of governance and impact of various interventions taken up by the state government and union territories. The objectives of GGI, which is good governance index, are to provide quantifiable data to compare the state of governance in all states and union territories. The good governance index takes into consideration 10, 10 sectors as shown in infographic. The 10 sectors which are agriculture, environment, city and centric governance, public health, public infra utilities, economic governance, social welfare development, judicial and public scrutiny, human resource development, commerce and industry. Now, the good governance index helps to formulate and implement suitable strategies for improving governance and shift the result, shift to result oriented approaches and administration. Composite ranking of all the states, big states category, Tamil Nadu has stopped, followed by Maharashtra, Karnataka, Chhattisgarh, Andhra Pradesh, Northeast and Hill states category, Himachal Pradesh ranked first, followed by Uttarakhand, Tripura, Mizoram, Sikkim. Union territories like Puducherry has stopped, uh, followed by Chandigarh and Delhi. The related news to good governance index is that Nagpur resolution, a holistic approach for Reforming Citizens was adopted during a regional conference on improving public service delivery role of the government in Nagpur. The conference was organized by the Department of Administrative Reforms and Public Grievances of Ministry of Personal, Public Grievances and Pensions in collaboration with the Government of Maharashtra and Maharashtra State Commission for the Right to Public Service. The resolution emphasized on timely updation of city and charter, adopting bottom-up approach to improve quality of grievance redressal for improved service delivery through digital platform, Dynamic policy making and strategic decisions, monitoring of the implementation, appointment of the key personnel, coordination and evaluation. Ensure timely publication of good governance index to identify and quali quality of the good governance in 10 sectors. The next topic is political parties registration tracking management system. Election Commission of India has launched PPRTMS, political parties registration tracking management system. About PPRTMS is that it will be implemented through an online portal to facilitate tracking of the status of the application. The applicant is required to provide contact mobile number and email address of the party and applicant application if it wishes to the progress of the application. Then 
registration of the political parties the election commission registers political parties for the purpose of election and grant them recognition as national or state parties on the basis of their poll performance kaun se poll performance previous poll performance the other parties are simply declared as registered unrecognized parties then the registration of the political parties is governed by section 29a of the representation of the people's act of 1951 A party seeking registration has to submit an application to the election commission within a period of 30 days from the date of its formation of the party with certain basic particulars such as name address membership details number of the office bearers then after submitting the application applicant party is required to get an advertisement published in two national and two local dailies which is newspaper giving the name and address of the party and its office bearers देन अभी रिसेंटली कौन सी पार्टी बनी है जम्मू कश्मीर में जे जनता जन सम पार्टीज देयर फाइंड आउट द नेम ऑफ दैट पार्टी देन नेम ऑफ द पॉलिटिकल पार्टी सीकिंग रजिस्ट्रेशन शुड नॉट हैव रिलीजियस कॉन्नोटेशन एंड नेम शुड नॉट बी सिमिलर टू द एग्जिस्टिंग पॉलिटिकल पार्टी कोई रिलीजियस नहीं होना चाहिए और कुछ एग्जिस्टिंग पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज के नेम के साथ नहीं होना चाहिए देन ऑल्सो द नेम्स विच आर ट्रांसलेटेड वर्जन ऑफ द एग्जिस्टिंग पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज लाइक हिंदी इंग्लिश रीजन लैंग्वेज शाल नॉट बी ग्रांटेड रजिस्ट्रेशन अंडर आर्टिकल सॉरी अंडर सेक्शन ट्वेंटी ए ऑफ द आर पी द पार्टी मस्ट डिक्लेयर इन इट्स कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन दैट इट मस्ट कंटेस्ट एन इलेक्शन कंडक्टेड बाई इलेक्शन कमीशन विद इन फाइव years of its registration it will be taken off the list of registered parties if it fails to do so there should be a specific provision of the rules constitution of the party regarding internal democracy organizational elections at different levels etc if anyone has any objection to the party being registered they can place their objections before the election commission if anyone has any objection to the party being registered they can place their objection before the election commission समझ में आया ठीक है नाउ नेक्स्ट टॉपिक इज आर्म्स अमेंडमेंट एक्ट ऑफ 2019। पार्लियामेंट पास्ड आर्म्स अमेंडमेंट एक्ट 2019 व्हिच सीक्स टू अमेंड आर्म्स एक्ट ऑफ 1959। व्हाई इज देयर नीड फॉर अमेंडमेंट टू चेक द इलिसिट ट्रैफिकिंग एंड कमीशन ऑफ क्रिमिनल ऑफेंसेस टू चेक इलीगल मैन्युफैक्चरिंग ऑफ द आर्म्स एंड पनिश पीपल इन्वॉल्व इन सच एक्ट टू एंश्योर दैट फायर आर्म्स नॉट टू बी यूज इन रैश और नेग्लिजेंट मैनर then uh, provisions under arms amendment act license and number of permitted firearms the act reduces the number of permitted firearms from 3 to 1 time period to deposit excess firearms will be 90 days from the expiry of one year period then duration of validity it also increases the duration of the validity of the firearm license from 3 years to 5 years ban on firearms it bans manufacture sale use transfer conversion testing proofing of firearms without license it additionally prohibit obtaining or procuring of unlicensed firearms and the conversion of one category of firearms to another without a license then it increases in punishment and addition of new offenses jaise ki it amends the punishment in relation to several offenses it adds new offenses offenses oops like it adds new offenses like forcefully taking a firearm from police and armed forces punishable with imprisonment within 10 years and life imprisonment along with the fine using firearms in a celebratory gunfire shaadiyon mein to bajate hi hain inko rok dena chahiye main to bolti hu it also defines it also defines what offenses committed by the organized crime group and illicit trafficking illicit trafficking is punishable with an imprisonment of uh, 10 years 
then special status of sports person it was also accorded special status to sports person who need firearm jaise ki abhinav vindra and ammunition of uh, for practice and participating in tournaments tracking of firearms the central government may make a rule to track firearms and ammunition from the manufacturer to purchaser to detect investigate and analyze illicit manufacturing and trafficking bas ye tha december ke polity part mein jo vision is magazine mein tha and for rest keep listening to the other section of this podcast thank you